Not, no. I don't. Wait. I'm, I'm honestly though. I'm I'm flipping my cellular telephone over, even though I haven't set my fantasy lineup. When I just realized Thursday night football is on. Patriots versus the Giants. You know what? You guys are going to have to do this without me. i got to figure this shit out. <laughs> well, while Tad figures out his fantasy football lineup, for long-time listeners of the podcast, you may have remembered many times when we referenced doing video, tried to do video, failed at doing video multiple times. I don't. I wasn't. Um, I, w- I wasn't. Uh, this was this was PT, pre-Tad. Yeah, around wasn't around for that if you will um so we're gonna try it again guys we figured out a way to hack this thing to do an nba podcast with a video component don't know why i didn't think about this sooner i'm a dum-dum dum-dum but that's okay that's okay because now we are coming to you from your earbuds slash ear pods slash whatever you use for your ear listening pleasure everybody else just had to uh, watch me awkwardly <laughs> reposition myself <laughs> oh boy how's everybody doing today guys how you guys doing if i have to look at one more fucking spreadsheet i'm gonna blow my brains out got it got it uh, but good otherwise great i just made a, a, a nice dinner of salmon and uh, roasted brussels sprouts with some jasmine rice little, mm. little, uh, i made a uh, a pesto sauce. It was pretty fucking good. So yummy, just yummy. Um, bring that news to EA Love. Um, Nikki, how you doing today, buddy? I'm all right. Uh, I didn't have to work today, so I played on the bass a bunch. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to play, but I made up a bunch of stuff. That's a bunch cool. Of songs that are probably <laughs> not great. But I'm definitely gonna play them. I'm very happy for you, buddy. That's yeah. that's awesome, man. You kick bass. I think um, tomorrow, speaking of playing musical instruments, I think tomorrow I'm not going to go to work. I'm just going to bang on the drum all day. I like that. Hmm. You should do that. Hmm. Yeah. Guys, we should, make a, we should make a band, but just over the internet. Fun fact, the guy, that, the guy that, that sings that song, Todd Rundgren, uh, produced some of like the best albums of all time. You, you, the, the I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drum all day guy has produced some, like, Hall of Fame albums. Name them. Well, I can't. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on a drum all day. That's a record. Uh, the, I don't want to work. The, the, the Meatloaf album, okay. Bad Out of Hell, you might have heard Ooh. of it, went platinum. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Bad Out of Hell. Yeah, great song. It, wow. It's, it's yeah. truly, truly amazing. Uh, selected Productions. Uh, next position, please, by uh, Cheap Trick which was phenomenal. Uh, War Babies by Hall & Oates. Uh, The aforementioned uh, Bad Out of Hell. Uh, We're an American Band from Grand Funk Railroad. American Band. Yeah, that's a good one. This this guy is, uh, he's done, he's he's done some some pretty good stuff. Okay. All right. Kudos to that guy. And it all started by banging on his drum all day. He had a Uh, 2011 album called Todd Rundgren's Johnson. (laughs) Oof. Risky. It was a tribute album for blues musician Robert Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, on the Wikipedia page here, it says the album's title is a double entendre, Johnson being a euphemism for penis. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Way to All go, right. Internet. You got All it. All right. You figured right. it out. Well, I... <sighs> 
Welcome back, y'all. This is NBA episode 106. Uh, this is the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk about shit like Big Johnsons. I am your Larry Johnson was a Big Johnson. I guarantee probably had one too. Guarantee it. Um, I am your co-host Jake Hiles, coming from you, coming from coming coming live to you. Not so live. You'll see this tomorrow when I post it uh, from my bedroom. Uh, yeah, I'm getting too wrapped up in the video. Uh, in any case, uh, from the West Coast, uh, making his making his uh, his return to the to the shy city this weekend. But before then, introduce yourself, sir. Oh yeah, it's Nikki Keyless, aka Hollywood Nikki, hmm. aka Tony Soft Snell Crab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah, that was great. That was, yeah, okay. That was great. That was great. And the and the recent owner, uh, recent purchaser uh, of a Wi-Fi extender, <laughs> coming to you from the city of Chicago. Introduce yourself, sir. Hey, it's Tad, a.k.a. Jake Sack of Lettuce. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Good. Uh, I feel like if we're doing video, like, I, I should probably just wear a button-up shirt every day for these so that, like, <laughs> my, like, just generic white guy thing doesn't, uh, it's, you know, like, people know. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm in costume. I'm currently wearing, like, a fucking, literally, a <laughs> pajama shirt. This is... This is a, an American Airlines pajama shirt. <laughs> Jesus what are you? Christ. What are you trying to be exactly? What is your costume? Hobo? Comfy. <laughs> That's not a costume. You're homeless. Uh, <laughs> I actually, for Halloween, I want to be, um, oh, I forgot his name. Not Static Shock. Shit. Uh, from the Goofy movie. The guy that does the singing. Powerline, dude. Fucking Powerline. Power Thank Holy you. shit. Dude, I, I am pissed power. that you did not... Dude, I could. I I'm was gonna literally looking stand out above the crowd, yes. even if I got a shout out loud. Whoa! Yeah, I know all the words to those fucking songs. That movie, that movie, that's my. That's an all timer for me. That's my that, number one animated movie. Both, both fucking goofy movies are amazing. They're good. They're good. The second one has the skateboarding and shit. Before. Yeah, and. and <laughs> Fucking extreme sports. It takes place in college. College X Games, dude. There's a point in time when they're hanging out in like a jazz kind of coffee club. And then all of a sudden, clearly he's supposed to be high. Holly Shore's character is like, do you guys ever realize that we're wearing gloves? (laughs) 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 They're all just hanging out. I love both of those movies. And I just realized Holly Shore's in both of them. I don't know what I was going to say. Yeah, he was definitely in both of them. He He is in both of them. Uh, Those movies are are really good. I remember the college one. I like really hated the guy. What's his name? Bradley Uppercrust the third was the yes. frat guy. And I just remember being like, oh, frat guys suck. Like fraternities are dumb. And then joined one when I got to college and was pretty much the stereotypical oh, frat guy. I love it. Uh, I absolutely love it. Yeah. That is fantastic. Well, guys. By Disney. That's true. You hated, you hated true. that guy, but you, you were like, no. You became, a nice one. you became what you hated. Try to become one. Damn. I did, and then had a really great time, so uh, no regrets. <laughs> oh, boys. Well, let's get into some let's get into some to some NBA news, shall we? Because there was it was an eventful weekend in the NBA, specifically on uh, Twitter. So, for the listeners who maybe haven't had a chance to catch up or are just unaware of what's going on because you don't pay attention to 
basketball news until basketball season starts, which that's fine. I guess it's your prerogative. Um, If you're listening to this podcast and you don't pay attention to basketball, like what are you doing? That's fair. He's not wrong. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and we're, so uh, the ringer actually wrote a really good synopsis and article about this very topic, but for the listeners, um, Daryl Morey put out a tweet um, relating to, and in support of Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement and some of the things that are happening over there in China um, and immediately deleted it after um, owner, uh, oh, what the fuck is his name, Fertitta? Um, he was just on, ah, it doesn't matter. Tillman Fertitta, there we go. Uh, Tillman Fertitta basically told him, hey, dummy, take that shit down. Uh, that tweet that was then deleted has caused a bit of a, a stir in both American and Chinese media. Uh, China threatening to basically end all ties with the Rockets have already canceled a number of preseason games um, that were supposed to happen over there um, and are starting to uh, basically blur the lines between uh, whether or not the NBA and China will be able to continue to do business. A lot of Chinese uh, officials and uh, 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 people in, in the upper rankings of the government uh, were not very happy with Adam Silver's uh, apology um, is what they're calling it. A lot of confusion around the way that it was um, translated in, in Chinese versus what uh, was written in, in American or in, in, in English, pardon me. Um, so a lot of shit's been happening with this, uh, this Daryl Morey tweet. Um, so guys, I just want to like throw it over to you guys um, and just kind of hear your perspective on the situation based on what you know about it. And um, yeah, let's just have an open discussion about this because this, this is a very very sticky situation that Daryl Moore has gotten himself and the NBA into. Okay. So number one, we need to like not forget about this two months later when the season's in full swing and we're like, just, you know, consuming all the NBA uh, content and that sort of thing that we can. Um, the NBA parades itself as some sort of like paragon of social justice. It's, you know, players, our players and executives have a platform to speak out about these social issues until it affects our bottom line. Uh, sorry. Uh, cream, you know, cash was everything around me. So um, Adam Silver's uh, response was like kind of spineless. And even then, what's funny is he like tried to kind of kiss China's ass and China was basically like, yo, your, uh, that statement was a bunch of horseshit anyway. So like, we don't condone what you said either. Um, so dude, whatever, like, it, 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 fuck China. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, fuck that place. Like, if you listen in China, your country fucking sucks. Your government sucks. Your country doesn't suck. It's a beautiful place. But your government sucks. And, uh, dude, yeah, like, like, I don't, like, yeah, I understand it's a, it's a huge market, but, like, fuck that. I, like, I'm sorry. Just fuck that. So, just as a rebuttal, there's, there's so much to unpack with this whole story. Like, this is, this is more than just, like, this is more than just like free speech. This is more than just like a money decision. There's so much involved here. So just to break it down for the listeners, Adam Silver's tweet basically said the NBA is a league where we allow our players and our, and people that are employed by the league to, you know, speak their mind and be open and and communicate openly. That's why we are the league that we are and why players feel empowered to, you know, take political stances and things like that. Um, The owner of the nets, um, who is Taiwanese, not Chinese, did come out and basically tell Daryl Morey, like, this is the type of shit that's like third rail, like this is third rail subject matter that like you just don't really talk about in general in Chinese circles. Now, to Tad's point, the Chinese government, notoriously known as like just 
awful and like mad, mad censorship. Twitter doesn't even exist in China. Like you're not even allowed to use Twitter in China. So there's, there's, there's a lot of sides to this story. Um, to the point that you made, Tad, about like money. This is a really, really, this is a really sensitive subject because like there are more people being impacted by this potentially than NBA, NBA owners and the players. Like there are a multitude of employees of teams, both in the States and in China currently that are potentially being impacted by this, by this tweet, which look, Daryl Morey came out in, in support of Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement. Um, and with the information that he had, that was the stance that he took. Um, but the example that I've heard a lot of people make is like, if, if a foreigner, like, let's just say, for example, uh, a president of one of the, the premier league's best teams came out and was just like shitting on American politics and Americans in general. And then basically the American government was like, okay, premier league, you want to play smart asses? No more soccer on fucking NBC sports and fucking NBC anymore. You guys are cut off. There's a bunch of money to be lost there and jobs to be lost through something similar. So that's like the most comparable thing that I could come up with. Are you going to sit here and tell me that like premier league owners aren't critical? Like people, people in like these, these places, they're not, no, no, no. The problem here is uh, this is getting way too political, but the problem here is that you are criticizing a government who uh, like with any criticism, just like tries to, 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 to cancel it all out. They barely have the fucking internet in China. Like it's that you're comparing apples to oranges. Like you're, you're the compare, no offense, but like the comparison that you're making, like it's, it's there's, there's not a comparison. Like this, I, it's bullshit. Like a player should be able to fucking criticize the fact that protesters are being assaulted. They're being killed. They're all for a totally. pro-democracy movement. Totally. That being said, there are always, this is just me playing devil's advocate. There are always two sides to every story. There are people here. Like the, the thing is like, there are people that live in the United States that don't agree with the politicians that run America, just like there are people in China that don't agree with. Um, yeah, but the American government politics. aren't trying to censor humans. Totally, totally, and I understand That's that. The big thing. What I'm, and I what understand I'm saying here, play devil's advocate, but at this point, it's like Daryl Morey is saying, "Hey, I'm pro uh, human beings getting to have their own choices and being able to do things on their own." And the also, entire government of Hong Kong said, "Hey, if he has that liberal bullshit come out of his mouth again, you will lose all ties with us." Totally. I am on Daryl side china can go fuck itself with that sort of shit uh this isn't the fucking 1900s it's 2019 you guys gotta start the whole world needs to start bettering itself you can go fuck yourself with this sort of whole whatever the fuck the chinese uh government's been doing not to mention that side i think adam silver did a shitty ass job with the way he apologized because he shouldn't have apologized like hey that is daryl morley's opinion yeah, it's it's like the that, easiest though, thing in the world to do is like it's it's his opinion. But this is not an opinion that is uh you know shared by the entire NBA. Yeah, but, just pull the thing that Disney does every time. But that was also we, a a Chinese guy who tweeted out himself in a mask wearing Rockets gear saying he still supports his team. Totally. Uh, and basically, oh yeah, Chinese the NBA would be. They, but no, but here's the thing: they 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 caught him. They yeah. tracked this guy down and yep. imprisoned him. Yeah, he's arrested. Because that like. I'm sorry. I, I don't I agree. care what the consequences I, are. I agree with the political implications. Yeah. I think this is a really, really... Because of the, because of the implication. Right. <laughs> but, like, this is a really difficult situation because, you know, Adam Silver is 
trying to toe the company line, literally, in terms of what he can and cannot say, uh, because he does have to show support for his league, but like he also has to make sure that his league thrives. And like this is a bill, like multi-billion-dollar market that the NBA has infiltrated. It's really the only sport besides soccer. I mean, granted, there's other sports there too, but like it has taken yeah. it has taken major ownership of all things uh, uh, sports and culture in China to the point now where it's like there are jobs created in China as a result of this. There are more jobs created in the NBA. This, this has positive or potentially if this goes bad, negative implications on the salary cap so that guys are, are not able to make the money that they, that they deserve, frankly. Um, I think the employees NBA will start- lose their jobs. Like there's a lot of shit that it's just a really, really tough place to be. 100%. Yeah, sure. They're finding some other spots as well to like start doing things like that. Right, but China is is a total it's a it's a total different game. Like I cool, know. I, it's cool that they're that they're popular in Italy and Argentina, but China is just I mean, there's no, 1.4 like, billion people there. I know. But China's China's either going to hopefully start changing or they're going to be kicking a lot of people out of like their sort of inner circle the way the government runs there. Yeah, people want so, to man that's the, that's the difficult part of I know that that's what that's what I'm saying like it truthfully at the end of the day the chinese government's going to have to ha- deal with that bottom line eventually too it's like you know you either have to start uh, expanding a little bit or falling very very far behind and also, hopefully they'll start being a little smart about it I understand the business implications. That's not lost on me. I'm not an idiot. Uh, but, well, some people might argue. Um, but the the, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, uh, my point is, is, is don't pretend to be some sort of paragon of social vir- virtue if you kowtow to the, the first, uh, you know, person like like when this happens. Like uh, if, when you're not letting your players or whatever speak out about this, like, then don't pretend that you give a fuck about social issues because you, you, you don't. Do you guys think Daryl Morey keeps his job after this? Yeah. I mean, so Dude. far he's keeping his job. Yeah, I think he's fine. Do you think this is because they wouldn't uh, approve that trade? <laughs> yeah, so they, that's got to be it. Uh, it's still, no, yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, um, I mean, rumors are flying around on Saturday. He I, I'm saying, I'm job. saying. I'm saying not that like he he's he's like mad about it, but he's just trying to like stir the pot and get the NBA in hot water because they wouldn't approve that trade. It worked. <laughs> it clearly worked. I don't know. I mean, there was so uh, a a tweet was a tweet storm, as I'm sure you can imagine, was brewing when us when this all happened, and somebody tweeted that Daryl Morris should lose his job, and Tillman Fertitta liked the tweet. Now he then took that like back, but he did like the tweet Tillman Fertitta the owner of the Rockets okay uh so and there are there are rumors galore that Daryl Morey's job was very in a in a very real way in jeopardy a precarious state it wasn't great now the thing the thing is let the Rockets fire him he'll get picked up like oh 100 percent. somebody would pick him up maybe but he this could also make him a pariah because if you are so, there are many reports that say that the, the Rockets are the most popular team in China. Thank you, to, thanks to Yao Ming and Yao Ming. many of the players that have come after that. But like primarily because of Yao Ming, who is now the um, uh, he is the commissioner of the Chinese Basketball Association. So um, the Rockets are the most popular team, and they have made so much. Like Aaron Brooks made money on shoes in China. Like this is that they have that level of fandom in china 
and this potentially loses them that business. Like even if the even if the if the Chinese government was like the NBA is fine, but fuck the Rockets, you guys are never allowed here again. I mean, Tillman Fertitta could just be like, look, we'll get rid of Daryl Morey. He's out of here. Whatever you need, Tillman Fertitta is all about money. He does that. That dude doesn't give a fuck. He's about money. That guy invested in the UFC early on. That's what I'm saying. Made I his bank. Shit. Let him do it. Let Daryl Morey get a job somewhere else. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that he becomes a pariah, and if you hire him, guess what? Though, if if the biggest team says, hey, we got rid of him, and then some team that most of China don't give a shit about anyways picks yeah, them up, that's they're not going to start up like a who, like, ah, thing. And also, yeah. like, it, we but don't that's know. What tra- that's what I'm trying to tell you is all these teams are trying to get into China more than they already are. Like, many of the teams are already, already have a presence in China, but, like, these teams are all trying to get more fanfare in China. And you stand to risk losing said fanfare, not because the people don't want to root for the team, but because the government's just like, yo, cut them out. Yeah. And that's that's where shit gets it gets sticky. I mean, Dude, it just you're, does. You're, again, you're just going back to the same thing. It's all about yeah. money. It's totally. literally all about money. And that's like fuck that I hate that. That's my point. Is it fuck your yeah. money? People are yeah, dying. Daryl Warrior is right. Uh the Chinese government is wrong. They better figure that out before they are all overthrown in a not nice way. Like that's how that is. That's it. So this is a tough one. Um, all right, on to the other topic that we wanted to discuss today. So um the season is fast, 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 fast approaching. So we've decided that we are gonna go ahead and start some good old-fashioned predictions. Now, we've leveraged the 538 um, win predictions for the year, mostly because I like their their graph, and it's really pretty, but 538, very, very high-quality hey, organization. They get better than the Spurs? We are not bad. We are not bad. Now, actually, that's not correct. Yes, you are. You just gave up uh, your, your third-year center got abused by a rookie on – uh, broadcast television last night. Abused. Abused. 12 um, of 13 from the floor. Abused. Okay, here are the actual. Two games in a row, though. He's looking good. So I'm going to just. Looking thick. I'm going to sort this by projected oh, boy, record. Thick. I'm going to sort this by it's projected record. It's all the beignets. He's a beignet boy. There we go. Ah, there we go. Okay, cool. So now this is sorted by projected record which in that case, we are not better than the Spurs. But in any case, I wanted to start from the bottom. Today, we are going to do our Eastern Conference preview as the season is fast approaching. Guys, we're going to start with the New York Knicks. According to 538, the New York Knicks are predicted to be the worst team in the NBA and have a record of 20 and 62. My question to you is, um, do you think that it will be higher or lower than that record? And give me a little 60-second commercial on what you expect from this next season. Not much. Yeah, I don't see much. I call it a wash. I think they probably will actually get 20 wins. Um, I think R.J. Barrett will be a lot of fun. Uh, is it Marcus Morris will throw more balls off of people's heads? Can you but, uh, well, oh, my God. That was rough. That was rough to yo, watch. Also, real quick, Hilarious. hot topic. I don't give a shit. Kevin Durant was right. Kids yes. don't want to play for the Knicks right now. They don't give a fuck about the Knicks. No. They don't give a shit. Only New York cares about the Knicks, which is fine because that's their team. You should. Oh, only power like, forwards want to play for the Knicks. That's it. Just power forwards. Yeah. Nobody wants to play for the Knicks. They. Th- what's crazy about their offseason is like they had they had like even though they lost out on Kevin Durant, like they had all the resources to build a decent roster. And they spent all their money on five power forwards. I don't understand it. It made no fucking sense. Now, what I will say is there are some players that are on like 
short contracts that are tradable assets like Julius Randle and uh, uh, Taj Gibson to some extent at the deadline. Like there's guys that are tradable, but this team is a disaster. They've got Dennis Smith Jr. who didn't even really play in their first preseason game. Uh, RJ Barrett, who is an exciting prospect. We'll see what happens there. You know, Mitchell Robinson, who had a really, really good rookie season. Um, and they still got Frankie Smokes, but like this team just doesn't, unless RJ Barrett, dude, unless like, unless RJ Barrett has this like star like season where we see that real star potential, the Knicks are going to have a rough couple of years. And like, I, I, in my opinion, they're the worst team in the NBA. I don't think so. I really I don't. don't. I, I, I think, I think Dennis Smith Jr. is going to have a bounce back year. I think Bobby Portis is a pretty good young player. I think Julius Randle is a pretty good young player. They got my boy Frankie Nicotine. Uh, dude, Who they had are, a good World Cup. Like, he played pretty well. He's a, he's a, pretty, he's a pretty good player. Uh, R.J. Barrett, if R.J. Barrett plays to like, the level that he possibly could, like, great. Uh, dude, that, that te- the team is not bad. They are, they are better than the Hornets and the Cavaliers. The fact that they are sitting at the bottom of the standings below the Hornets and the Cavaliers is a load of horseshit, in my opinion. Especially when they're playing. Dude, the Cavaliers are fucking terrible. I they are worse than the fucking, they are worse than the Knicks. Go look at the roster. It's not even close. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, also, I, I think I think Kevin Love gets traded, and maybe even Tristan Thompson, and the Cavs just say fuck it from the that, beginning. That Tristan Thompson contract is way too hard to move. They just yeah, that's way too much money. But the thing is, so and this will be the last thing that I say on the Knicks is, um, like a team that has Wayne Ellington playing meaningful minutes and Reggie Bullock playing. Meaningful oh my minutes god, is dude! Wayne Ellington team. and Reggie Bullock are fine players. They've played meaningful minutes on good teams in the I'm, past few years. I'm, Wayne Ellington is a is a good player. Sure, he he's is a good a, player, gonna, but not as a. He's going to be starting for them. No way. Yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. R.J. Barrett it will start. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. will start. Dude, Wayne Ellington is not starting. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and call. Actually, them. you know what? The Knicks might be the worst team in the league. I just saw they have Alfred Payton. Thank you. It, <laughs> it's a weird it's a weird roster. They've got way too many point guards that can't shoot. They've got way too many power forwards. It's just a really fuck. It's a fugly roster. That's just the best way I can describe it. They do. They got my boy Kadeem Allen though. Kadeem. That's cool. uh, anything else you want to say on the Knicks? So we're guessing. So Nikki, you said Wash Tad. What do you think? Uh, twenty. I'm gonna give him twenty. 24 wins. 24 wins. 24? 24? Um, you know what? Eh. I'm going to say they finish with 19. I'm going to say they finish with 19 because there's some trade-up. There's some are tradable you, are guys. You just, are, you, are, you, are, you just, are you just taking the – Are you just trying to be – Are you Are you just – Really trying to get the lowest part? I just – I want Are you just – are, are No, you go. No, you – I did. Oh, so. This is great for video. This is great for audio. <laughs> great for audio. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I think I think the Knicks are terrible. I think the Knicks are fucking terrible. Um, I think now, you were terrible. Oh, buddy. Well, we're about to get into it because the Cavaliers, who you've mentioned a few times here, are next up on the list for the Eastern Conference. Uh, slated to predicted to win twenty four games this season to uh, the record of twenty four fifty eight. Nikki says under Tad. I'm assuming you're saying under. 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 Okay. They're like motherfucker. I got them winning maybe 15. I'm telling you, they're getting rid of Kevin Love. He's going to be on another team. I hope they do. I really I hope yeah, they do. They we don't, talked about it in our last episode. Don't They have way too many power forwards already. Yeah. Like youngins. Like they're good to go. Just I don't know. Here's, here's my thing. Dude, that Osmond kid is going to get fucking meaningful minutes for this fucking team. Chetty Osmond's not a bad player. He stinks. He's, oh he's my better God. than Wayne Ellington. He's way better than Wayne Ellington. Dude, he fucking stinks. 
They have Brandon fucking Knight. They re-signed Matthew Delavadova. This team stinks. I didn't know Brandon. I forgot that Brandon Knight was on the Cavaliers. Uh-oh. Brandon Knight and Delavadova. They got some knockoff Dwayne Wade player right named Dean. Dean Wade. <laughs> Dude, go look at their roster right now, and you tell me Dean this team is Wade, better than the Dean Wade's the dollar bag cereal version of Dwayne Wade. <laughs> he's he's right up there with fucking marshmallow mateys. Right. <laughs> Them shits oh, was good. Man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. So here's my, here's my thing with the Cavaliers. Um, Colin Sexton had a rough season, but picked it up towards the end of the season. Started to come into form. Um, you still have two very – valuable vets in Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. Again, they're not Tristan Thompson is valuable? He's hold a vet. On, hold on. I want to fucking live what planet are you living on where Tristan, just, Tristan Thompson makes 18.5 million fucking I know where dollars. Tristan Thompson's I, valuable. I agree. I agree that he is Tristan's, incredibly overpaid. Tristan Thompson is very valuable, Tad, to the E network because he got them like six more seasons every time he fucks with a different girl. That's fair. Impression. There. Dude, um, I am. I'm legitimately like, I, like, dude. This roster is so bad. Like the Knicks roster is bad, but yeah. this is worse. I think dude, the Cavs it, are this worse. team has like eight white guys. This team is terrible. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of eight white guys, the Hornets are up next. So hold on, before we get to that though, there, oh, come there on, are, that was a perfect so, one. So there are a lot of promising players on this team. Just in terms, like, they have young players. Ante Zizic. They have. Uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Colin Sexton, uh, Darius Garland. Like these are guys who are highly touted prospects. Darius Garland. A lot of reports are saying that like he is effectively like a Damian Lillard style player, and was until he got hurt in college was the best point guard prospect in the nation. I will, I will bet you a hundred dollars cash Jesus. right now that the Knicks finish better than the Cavaliers. One time offer right now, hundred dollars cash, and I will bet you one dollar. I'm gonna take that bet. Hundred dollars cash. It's recorded. It's Boom. on video. There this it is. is on YouTube. A hundred dollars cash. That the at the end of the season, the if Cavaliers. You win in pennies, but <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, it'll, be, it'll be literally cold hard cash. That's good. I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take the one hundred dollar bill and I'm gonna. Freezer. I'm gonna put it yeah. through. Uh, a shredder and then uh, tape it piece by piece together. Um, so then, oh, no, don't do hey, that. you know what? Actually, unusable. no, no, no. That that money is still good if you do that. I as long that. as the serial numbers line up, it's one hundred percent. It's still good if you tape it together like that. I worked at a bank. I swear to God. Yeah. Damn it. But we eventually have to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that is true. Yeah. So, there's some uh, sort like of there's... government entity. The FDA I will bet. I will. I will take that bet, Ted. I bet a hundred dollars that Boom. the Cavaliers will have a better season than the Knicks. The Knicks suck. You take my one dollar. You know, that's the, the, the funniest yeah, thing. The funniest thing about it, the funniest thing about this is that we are we're not arguing. Oh, like you know, who's gonna finish first and second? We're literally sitting here arguing over whose shit roster is so, shitty. Who, who will be the worst team? NBA baby. Who will be the worst team in in the Eastern Conference? That's uh, that's where yeah. we are here on NBA. All right, let's move on to the next team here. Um, I guess we're all agreeing that they're gonna finish with less than twenty four wins. The Cavs, yes. 22. Okay. 15. Right. I'll say 21. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say 23. But um, in any case. Uh, I actually, I like 21 better. I'm going to go with that. All right, fair enough. I'll say 23. And uh, the next team on the agenda is the Charlotte Hornets, who in this offseason lost their star point guard, Kemba Walker. Um, 
and they just have a they have a hodgepodge of of NBA players on they got scary Terry and a, and a bunch of white dudes. They did sign Terry Rozier in the offseason to a three year contract. Ooh, um, they still have Monk. <laughs> they have uh, oh, I forgot him. Cody Zeller still. They still yeah. have uh, what's his face M- MGK. Um, MKG, MK, and Michael Gilchrist. Gilchrist. I don't think um, he's that good. Though. It is. It, he is not. I mean, he's good. He's a yeah. very good defensive player, and that is it. Yeah. Um, they are very bad. Um, I, I, I honestly think like, I think they might be worse than the Cavs. I really think that. Um, I mean, who, who on their team? Like their best player is Terry Rozier. Like they're bad. They're really bad. They have. Yeah. I think their, their I think number one score this year could be Dwayne Bacon. That's like that's real. He's gonna play meaningful minutes for them. Yeah. Okay, but he's not gonna be their fucking leading scorer. I'm I'm telling you that like he was one of their top scorers last year, and they have no other options. They have Terry Rozier, and that's it. They got Miles Bridges, brother. Sure, Miles Bridges in his second NBA season is fine. Is a fine. And Malik Monk's supposed player. to. Supposed to hit some Malik, threes. Look, I had a I had high hopes from Malik Monk coming out of the draft. So did I. He, he was stinks. He's bad. He's bad. I, I have a question. So Do you think it's him. Charlotte? Like you remember when Victor Oladipo did so? Like there was a couple of guys that did so bad in OKC, and then the next place they did, they crushed it. Do you think it's just like Charlotte isn't working out for Malik Monk? It could be. I mean, by the organization—they're not—they're not great. It, it's not a great organization. You know, Michael's not running a great ship over there. Um, I don't know. And they, honestly, they just drafted bad. Like, honestly, it might not even be a Charlotte thing. They just drafted really poorly. Like, they've reached for players like Cody Zeller. Uh, you know, they, they – no, like, MKG coming out of college was, like, a very touted prospect. But, like, a little – they were, people they were a little overzealous on him. I mean, he had a broken-ass shot in college, like, bad broken shot. But yeah. he was multifaceted could guard multiple positions was incredibly athletic like so they thought that they could like turn him into this like hybrid four which is essentially what he's become but like at the number two pick like you need that to be impactful and it's just they just drafted really poorly well yeah i mean michael jordan notoriously drafts poorly they are paying their highest paid player is nick batum yeah nick batum makes 26 million dollars a year right Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they're they're full of full of bad contracts. Marvin Williams is still on the books for them. Like Cody Zeller got paid. Uh, fucking Nick Batum got paid. Like their roster is um, they're just like they're just they're strapped for cash. They don't have a lot of money to throw around, which like is part of the reason why they didn't pick up Kemba. But also like there really wasn't much to do there, anyways. Um, this is just like I mean they still they've got Willie uh, uh not Willie Hernan Gomez, Bismack Biombo on the books like. They've got fucking, uh, like I said, Marvin Williams on the books. Like they do also is, have Willie Hernan Gomez. They do, they do, but he's not. They have like, him. He's, he's like he's making like probably like two million dollars. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Like there are just there there are guys burning holes in their wallet, and and then I, they're just a bad team, man. They're really really bad. Cody Zeller makes like fifteen million dollars a year. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's Cody Zeller stinks. He's never done anything. He's been a bad NBA player. Do they still got Frank the Tank. Frank actually plays for Phoenix. No, he now. plays. They in let Phoenix. him go. They let oh, him go. another bad Finally, draft pick. I thought he was gonna be really good. Uh, hand I up. Never I, I thought he was gonna be good. I, I thought he was gonna be a good. I thought he was gonna be like Ryan Anderson. So hand up. Uh, I fun fact though. Uh, this past May, my friends and I took a uh, golf trip to Florida, 
And on the way back, uh, my friend and I were waiting for his uh, fiance to pick us up. And while we were, we stood in the like waiting area for a car uh, next to uh, Frank Kaminsky and um, his, uh, his like friends, I assume they were. Um, he is a rather tall human being. Uh, yeah. yeah, just a, just a big old guy. But uh, boy. Yeah, he he sucks uh, as an as an NBA player, obviously. Yeah, he's not good. A talented good basketball NBA. player, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm not act like in real. Yeah, against average Joes or and your co- average college man. Yes, very good. But NBA, nah, for sure. No, brother, this guy stinks. Stinks. There, there it is. Um, <laughs> anything else to say on the Hornets, guys? Uh, predicted wins for the Hornets. There, um, I, I am not currently looking at their their win total. So there's. I don't want to know. I was about to say I'm not looking at it. And I'm just going to go ahead and I'm, I want to fire this off without looking at it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 20, 20 wins, 20 wins. Okay. All right. Nikki, what you got? I was going to name 23. I also think 23. I think they're going to end up being tied with the Cavaliers, like right around that same shit box area. Um, now let's move up the list to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Atlanta Hawks had a very interesting draft. Um, drafted Cam Reddish, drafted DeAndre Hunter. They have a uh, young budding star in Trey Young, another young budding star in John, uh, John Collins. And let's not forget uh, Kevin Herter, another young budding star. This is a, this is a fun young team. Um, and they're, they, oh, and let's not forget that they signed uh the uh, his airness himself, Mister uh, Mister Vince Carter, the immortal, uh, the immortal Vince the, Carter. Yep. The, I mean, in his last season, this will be his last season. He decided to yeah, stay in we'll Atlanta. See. Kudos to him. They also picked up Evan Turner and Chandler Parsons over the off season. Um, so they've got an interesting little roster. Um, right now, guys, they are slated to finish uh, with a record of twenty eight wins and fifty four losses. I ask you guys, what do you guys think of the Atlanta Hawks this year? I give them an over. I also say over. I do too. I actually really like their team. Um, I, I think they've got a very cohesive unit. They've got a they've got a young team, uh, but they've got some other guys who are like um, kind of journey NBA men, but like the types of NBA players that are not going to take attention away from their young guys, like Evan Turner and um, Jabari will get his points. Like Jabari's going to do whatever the fuck Jabari does, but like I like I like a veteran like Evan Turner like Vince Carter. I like this 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 makeup of a roster they have. And like I really loved their draft strategy where they just like they had three first round picks and they just went after the guys that they wanted. And I just like I really love the makeup of their team. I they, they remind me a lot of kind of the Bulls draft strategies where the guys were like, okay, we're just gonna put guys in position and grow them together and hopefully turn this into a quality team where we'll then have assets in the future to make a trade and like really blow this thing up. I actually think they're going to finish above that. I, I've got them finishing at like 33 wins this year. I, I, I was really going to say 32. Trey Young is very good. Yeah. I like Trey. I agree. Yeah. He's legit good. Would you rather have uh, – oh, my God. Who did the Bulls draft? I just had his name on Kobe the tip White? of my tongue. No, 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 no. Last season when uh, Trey – Oh, um, uh, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah, Wendell Carter Jr. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like – I like had it and then it just like, – poof. Just gone. Poof. Poof. Got it. Yep. Poof. Yeah, it was like poof. Got it. Yep. Poof. Uh, so. Would you rather have? Would you rather have Trey Young? No. 
You're and, full and of I, shit. You no, are no, full no, of no, shit. No, 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 no. Let me hear. Let me finish. Let me finish. Here's here's why I say that. One, Wendell Carter got hurt last year, so we didn't really get a full rookie season out of him. Number two is based on the makeup of that roster, Wendell Carter made more sense based on his skill set and what we were lacking on that team. We already had a bunch of guys who are shoot first, who are athletic, who are going to get their shots off. We don't have a defensive stopper. We didn't, I should say. In a guy and who could get his rocks off. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I really like Wendell Carter. I think this season is going to be a good season for him, assuming he can stay healthy. He had a few shining moments last year before he got hurt where you could see the playmaking abilities. You could see his ability to stretch the floor. You can see his defensive capabilities, which is really what he's, he's really well known for. I still believe in Wendell Carter, and I'm, I'm happy that we drafted him. And I think I actually would pass on Trey Young just based on the roster that we have. Okay, two things. One, do you think it would be cooler if I wore sunglasses while we were doing this video stuff? Are you going to wait for me or are you going to ask me your second question? No, no, no. That was, that was my question. No, I'm, definitely not. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't think so either. Of course. But, uh, of course. Yeah. Um, you're, you're uh, you're the other, the other thing is, um, yeah, you're probably right. You know, <laughs> some people to think I'm cool. Like, look at this, like, look at this guy who wears his sunglasses indoors in his own home. He doesn't give a fuck. Number two, they're not going to, but God, I so desperately want this team to make the playoffs. Like, I just need Vince Young in his in his fourth or third NBA, no fourth fourth NBA decade to make Vince the playoffs. Carter. Vince Carter. That's, who did what did I say? You said, you said Vince Young. Vince Young's never making the playoffs I again. I haven't thought about Vince Young in probably like <laughs> two weeks, but like. Uh, I think about Vince Young a lot more than probably most people think about Vince Young. But, uh, <laughs> definitely, I, like, definitely a lot more. Uh, like, dude, Vince Carter, I just, I just really want him to make the playoffs. Like, really, really bad. They're not going to. But this team is actually fun. They're young and they're fun. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like. They're, they're not going to be like a, a premier uh, league pass team for me. Um, but like, you know, if they're playing at the, on the same night like the Bachelor's on, I'm watching the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, I might flip over to the game of every course. so often of you know yeah. a year ago i couldn't say the same of course true. of course true, true, true. um nikki what do you have the hawks finishing at uh 32 okay i i really like their team it, you know i was listening to a podcast yesterday and it was it was a bulls podcast and they asked an interesting question and i want to i want to pose this question specifically for the hawks at the end of this hawk season do you think it would be better for the team to have one all-star bid or to make the playoffs. Okay. So I'm not sure you said you wanted to ask the Hawks, but there are only people on this podcast. So you said, I want to ask this question for <laughs> a Hawks related to the Hawks. Oh, okay. So yeah, sorry. I missed just, you know, miscommunication. I missed it. Um, oh, Ted. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, buddy. It's better. If you're a young team, like this is better if you make the playoffs, like, I think, and here's my reasoning, and I don't think any of the players on this team are, are necessarily like this, but it is the NBA. There's a lot of egos, you know, a lot of, a lot of you know, guys that think they should be, like, number one and that sort of thing. Um, and I think there are, like, plenty of guys on this team that know their role, but I think it's bad. I think it's cancerous for a young team to have, like, one of the young guys, like Trey Young, make the all-star game. Like, 
I think like at this point in time, like for example, Orlando is young and Vucevic made the all-star game, but Vucevic is a vet. He's been around a long time. Like that's cool. Those guys are celebrating it. It's, it's great. I don't think it's as good if, if you have a young player like that on a team surrounded by other young players to get all this hype and, and, and make the all-star game. I also think it's just, you know, it'd be big for them to make the playoffs. Like that's huge. So yeah. I think playoffs. I, so there's a theme in today's podcast. I don't, I don't care about your opinion. In that I, am I don't. Just don't. Advocate. Just fucking don't make it because I know happening. it disagrees with me. Stop. Happening. Jay, you, you know what? From now on, I will not allow you to play devil's advocate. Why not? Unless, unless before every sentence you go, Hoo-ah! and then you can talk. Hoo-ah! Is that good? She's got a great ass. Hey, there you go. I, I also, I want to say this real quick. This is completely off topic. But my friend Steph just sent me a Snapchat, and he is at the Blackhawks game, and there is a dude in a Patty Kane Blackhawks jersey wearing a backwards St. Louis Blues hat. And that guy should be drawn and quartered in the street. Fuck that <laughs> guy. Fuck that guy. I'm not pleased. Um, hockey. That's, here's, that was talking hockey. Thanks, buddy. Exactly. We, we almost we almost didn't make the episode without the here's talking hockey uh, segment. So, <laughs> um, here's here's my here's my take. Um, I agree that like making the playoffs and like having a taste of success is good for a young team. What do you think success tastes like? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I'm gonna say oh. dulce de leche is gonna be my guess. That's a good choice. Right? I'm not Ew. a big. I'm not a big. I'm not like uh, I, that stuff is delicious, but you can only eat so much. I mean, but that's, yeah. that's good. You know, Rich. portion control. You know this. Um, All right. <laughs> so here's Boy my point. used to be fat. Hey, I'm 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 on my weight loss journey right now. We're getting there. Um. So in any case, playoff like making the playoffs for a young team is is a positive experience because like it's a taste of success and it it's it's good for the future. However, making the playoffs oftentimes speeds up the timeline for these young teams before they're ready because now you get a taste of playoffs and then you get a taste of that playoff revenue. And now ownership is like, yo, we made it last year. Now we got to get higher. Like we got to get better. We got to move up. And then what then happens is you take these young teams, like look at Milwaukee a couple years ago, Milwaukee a couple years ago on the back of Giannis made the AC and everybody's like, yo, this is the team. This is the team of the Eastern conference. And then the very next year they missed the playoffs entirely because they, they pushed, they pushed on the metal, the, the pedal too hard. They pushed it too fast. They signed players that they probably shouldn't have signed that weren't on the timeline of the rest of the guys in their roster. And it derailed things a little bit. And had Giannis just like made the all-star team and now they have a, a marketable star that other people want to play with, that then allows you to move along at the pace of your best player, but then also add people to that because people want to play with stars. I actually think that a young team having an all-star is better than a young team making the playoffs just based on like the process some sort of empirical data that you've actually put together and presented in a nice way <laughs> no um, but, no, no, but no, here's no, the no thing. i'm not disagreeing i'm not yeah, there, there, was a, there are no good teams in the nba that don't have a star yeah it's actually it a lot of them have, at least yeah you're right i was gonna say the nuggets but Jokic is kind of that guy they have a star he's yeah. all nba and he yeah. did that before they made the playoffs they missed the playoffs and then they got the second seed last year but Jokic was an all-star yeah, I mean, it just that's that's why, like, I and I granted, I was on your side, and then I heard this podcast last night, and that was the case that he made. And I was just like, oh, fuck, that's a really, really good point. 
I hadn't thought about that. Don't tell people. Things. Don't tell people that. Don't tell people that you're taking things from other podcasts. This was your original thought. You know what, Nikki? You cut that part out when you edit this episode. Okay. Got it. You mean when I edit this episode? Um, uh, yeah. I'm not giving you credit, dumb fuck. You just <laughs> made a point from another podcast and didn't claim it as your own. You know where people? You know how people get places in showbiz? They rip off other people's ideas showbiz. and they do them better. Jesus. Oh, um, Jay, I see your point. And I raise you a, oh, they're going to the playoffs because uh, <laughs> VC4D, VC4D, Vince Carter, four decades. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's go. All right. Let's move on to the next team here. Hold on. I, I have a question. I, I, I have an honest to God, serious question. Vince Carter, more dunks than Charlotte Hornet wins this season. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna say no. Respect, respectfully, I, I want to respectfully. I'm gonna have to just you know, disagree with that one. He gets at least 24 dunks. I, I think, think he had 19 he less. last year. I think he gets about 15 dunks this year. I think he goes off this year and gets 30, just because he's just like, it's my last year. I don't need these knees, knees next year. Go I'll be for good broke. To go. go for broke. Yeah, All right, let's move on to the next team here, which is the Washington Wizards. The Washington Re- Wizards are slated or predicted to finish with a record of 31 and 51 um again playing the season without john wall for the most part it's unlikely that he comes back this season they still have bradley beal they did uh what some people would say that they reached in the draft although Rui achimura looked pretty good in the world cup and i think he is a he is a scorer um and and, in the the preseason too and he's yeah he's he's it's gonna be interesting to see what he becomes um this team though is in our last episode, we talked about like teams where we wouldn't want uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We wouldn't want season tickets, and the Wizards were my team because um, they're they're just not good. They're just not good. Yeah. Uh, they did sign Isaiah Thomas in the off season, but this is just this is a a a team of <laughs> of of just like misfit toys. Outside of Bradley Beal, this is a bad basketball team, um, in my humble opinion. But I will, I will defer to you, gentlemen. It's just a team that doesn't have any, like, they don't have any cool players. Like, the Wizards are just, they're like the Bulls. Like, no offense to you guys as Bulls fans, but, like, they're just, they're just boring. Like, and they have been. Like, John Wall doesn't really move the needle for me, never really has. Like, they're just, they're a boring team. And they have, I, I, there's just something about them. That's just boring. And like their roster isn't very good. I don't know. I don't think they win more games than the, I don't know. They probably win about probably 31, 32 about the I same give, about the I was going to give them 28. I think they dropped down to 28 where they put, where the 538 put uh, the Hawks. See, I want to agree with you, but I think John Wall is going to come back and try to play. Like, I think John Wall is going to play with a chip on his shoulder. I don't think it's good enough to, like, put them over the hump. But I, I still think they're good for 30-plus wins. Okay. 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 I'm not – look, I, I, don't, I don't like saying that. Again, John Wall is not playing this season. So, they're banking on Bradley Beal. Carrying I mean, I thought he was back this year. John Wall's mm-hmm. hurt. We talked about this last episode. Oh, my He's God. Hurt. He You're got right. hurt during his rehab. I know. Yeah. I forgot, man. Again. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you know what? I'm sorry. There's baseball and – 
football. And There's just so much going on. It's going okay. On. It's okay. Sorry, I forgot. It's okay. God, now I'll, I just lost all my credibility, all the credibility <laughs> that I built up over the years. Yeah, you're right. Dad. You had a bunch of credibility. Um, so much credibility. Nikki, what are your thoughts on the Wizards this year? Uh, I get them going down to 28. I don't. I, I think it's under 31. Uh, I don't know. They. I feel like Isaiah Thomas might have a couple of fun games. Uh, you know. Yeah, Bradley Beal will do fine. I like. Uh, I don't know how do you say his last name again. Hachimura. Sorry, I was thinking Nakimura all the time. Hachimura, no, like dog. Yeah, Hachi, Hachimura. I, I was, but yeah, um, he he's looked good in the one game I I saw. So I think he'll like he'll, he'll be fun to watch. But I don't think they're gonna win very many games. I yeah. think this is all kind of a fugly roster. Let's let's everybody, also remember everybody in this bottom tier except for the Hawks have like a kind of a fugly roster to me. For sure, I agree. And let's also remember that the Wizards have a new GM in place after they fired Ernie Grunfeld. So like, these are not his players. He does not want these people. And my guess is that they blow it up this year. In what do you mean fair, these people? You know what I mean. I don't. I'd like you uh, to clarify for the people listening at home. The Germans, Davis Bertans, and Marvitz Wagner. Okay, get out of here. Um, it's Mo Wagner, you swine. Moritz Wagner. That's what I said. Swiner. Wagner, Wagner. I don't know. Honestly, can we just move on, dude? I who cares? I don't care. I don't want to talk about the Wizards anymore. I, Next. I think the I think the Wizards finish 25, 25 wins this year. Let's drive on over to the Pistons as a car reference. Let's go. I'm done. I'm done with the Wizards. <laughs> oh, Motor City. Uh, to Tad's point, guys, let's talk about the Detroit Pistons, who did uh, make it to the playoffs last year. Um, obviously, last season picked up Blake Griffin in the offseason, paired him with Andre Drummond. This offseason, they have signed Derrick Rose to add him to that roster that has They've Reggie Jackson. Traded. They traded. They traded for Blake Griffin, man. Come on. What did I say? Yeah. You said they acquired him in the offseason. Well, acquired could be a trade. You can acquire somebody in a trade. They acquired him during the season two years ago uh, at the trade deadline. Oh shit, that's right. God, it's been yeah. so long. You're right. I forgot. Well, there goes your credibility. Jesus Christ, nobody's ever gonna Damn. listen to this fucking podcast. Damn it, we <laughs> suck. Um, Dude, brother, these guys stink. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? So, oh, um, yeah. So they made the playoffs last year. They were the seventh seed, made some signings over the off season. Um, they're currently slated to finish at 36 and 46, um, which would make them the eighth seed in the, well, potentially the, actually, this would actually put them right outside of the playoff picture in the Eastern conference. Um, so guys thoughts on the 538 prediction for the Pistons. I got over. I think they are. To, they end up being the eighth seed. Forty wins. I'm going to say forty wins. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. I'm going to say forty. I agree. They're better. They're better than this prediction. However, I genuinely have a concern about Blake Griffin's health because he was hobbling to the finish line last year and played hurt during the playoffs and basically spent the entire offseason rehabbing. And um, he, he had a phenomenal season last year, all NBA season. Um, but that injury, I'm just, I'm hoping it doesn't linger because if it does, this is a, this is not a good basketball team. Um, you know, they've got Reggie Jackson. They did sign Joe Johnson, MVP of the big three league. Um, they've got Luke Kennard who had a pretty solid season last year and, and is looking more promising. They picked up Tony Snell. They obviously still have Andre Drummond. Uh, they signed Markeith Morris. So they've, they've got an interesting, they've got an interesting group of guys. Um, oh, and I forgot they have Thon Maker who for some reason in this picture yeah. is pictured next to Stanley Johnson. I don't understand it. 
That's so weird. Uh, in any case, um, it's, it's, not a great, it's not a great team if you lose Blake Griffin. Like, I don't, this, this to me does not feel like a playoff team without Blake Griffin. I got to just, I, okay, I've got two things to say. One of them is far more important than the other. You said, you said that the Pistons were the seven seed. Yep. Do you know who the seven seed was? Because it wasn't the fucking Detroit Pistons. <laughs> Magic. Thank you, The Pistons were the eight seed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're right, you're right. My bad, my bad, my bad. I am going to fucking, I am going to, I was going to say drive, but I don't have a car. I'm going to walk to your house. Where you live anymore because I forgot okay. that you moved. Okay, okay. okay. I'm going to kill you. My apologies. Okay, you made your first point. What is your second point? I don't remember because I'm mad. <laughs> okay, so the Pistons finished in the eighth spot. I don't think that. Oh, I don't think I, they're going to finish. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They stink. Oh. Like, I mean, they're, they're like, they're, I think they're going to win 40 games, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Oh wow! So you have high, high expectations, because they're not like literally the the A spot is really the only spot that's left. Like if you look at the, I just said I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to win forty games. They're not gonna. They're not. They are not. They no, I. They will not. They won't. Higher, you have higher expectations well, than these other Eastern conferences. Shanked. Yeah, I do because the East is 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 so weak sure. without, with no more Kawhi. I agree. When, when Kawhi said goodbye, Wolf, kill him. Uh, but, yeah, no, they, they'll win 40 games. They're not making playoffs. Okay, Nikki, what do you got? I got them also winning 40 games, but I think in my version, they end up getting a seed based on the teams that I see here. So I could be wrong. Okay, okay. Um, Actually, yeah, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to say they win 37 games. Okay, I'm going to go with 41. I think they're better than than this has them predicted to, to be, but that's all just – I'm putting the asterisk – this all depends on Blake Griffin's health. If he's not healthy, yeah, it does. That, this is a bad. It this is does. not a good bad. Although, uh, Derrick Rose looks very six men of the year worthy right now. I hope. I hope so. He he uh, he yeah, had an interesting season quarter. last year. Really good start, and then kind of like fizzled. His three point percentage was his highest of his entire career last year. So hopefully he can keep that going. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Pistons team is fun. I think they have a real chance to to finish in the A seed. Um, yeah. Although. I, I, I agree with Tad, actually. I think they're going to finish right outside. Um, yeah, because there are some teams that are ahead of them that I, I think have a much better chance. Um, yeah. Now it's time to talk about Nikki and I's favorite team, the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls Pass. are the Chicago Bulls are predicted to win 37 games. I said pass. Move on to the next team. I don't want to talk. happening, dude. Fuck it. I'll mute you. I will mute you. And <laughs> no, we it's like, it's like around you. the horn. Oh. If we pass the Bulls, we have to pass the Magic. That's right, buddy. If we pass the Magic, I'll murder your family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so let's talk about the Bulls, guys. The Bulls have a young core um, of talented and interesting players um, starring Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, and a couple others um, on that roster, Wendell Carter, who we mentioned previously, and, of course, the seventh draft pick of this season's draft, Kobe White, um, and Otto Porter, who we picked up um, last season in a trade. Um, they're currently predicted to win 37 games and lose 45 games. Guys, um, Tad, I'm going to let you go first. What are your opinions on this year's Chicago Bulls team? Um, so hold on. I have a question. Yep. Is your thing different than mine? Because I see the Bulls winning 26 games. Really? Yeah. I'm looking at the Raptor player ratings. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the ELO ratings. 
Oh, have I been looking at the wrong ones this whole time? How do I get to the Raptor ratings? What? I just I just refreshed. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I've been very... Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Now it says 37. Yeah, see, that's all I was saying. Oh, our forecast based on what? I actually like these ELO ratings better because the winds look a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. I just was... I w- I've honestly been very confused this whole time. Mm. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should probably be looking at the screen, huh? That might help. Yeah, that's only been comparing it to. Yeah, I'm going to go back to that one, too. Um, but in any case, so according to these Raptor ratings, which I guess I don't know the logic behind them, um, the Bulls are predicted to win 37 games. Um, Why so, in the hell? No, because I was on the same thing. Why? If you yeah, refresh I, the page, it'll default to the Raptor ratings. Yeah, I did. Re- I refreshed the page and it was still on Elo, and it showed this. I, you know, I don't know for whatever reason. I saw I had the bull- I saw the Bulls on here winning. I was I was very confused about these numbers. So, um, I, you know what? It, it it's it's fine. It's fine. I, I don't know if my thing was out of date or what the deal was, but it's fine. We're good. Um, um, okay. Opinions on the Bulls this year? Um, I well, you know, tag go go ahead. No, no, Jay no, no, screen, no, 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 you, no. I was gonna say, Jay, on the screen, can you just uh? Um, put it in the order for best to worst record. It is. How we oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, just, yeah, my record. Just so I can yep. keep looking. Sorry, I've been enjoying my view. Go ahead, Ted. I think this is right. I think 37 wins. I don't think they've gotten, I don't, th- I don't, I don't think they've gotten any better. I, I don't think they've gotten worse. I don't think they've gotten, 37 wins seems right. That feels right. How many? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm not doing a bit here either. I'm not trying. To no, no. I, 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 I believe you. I believe you. I, I, I don't. The thing is, like, part of me wants to say that they'll make the playoffs and do better and win like 40 games, but I don't think. I mean, they're clearly not better than the Nets. Um, they're not better than Orlando. They're not better than Miami. Um, they're not better than Indiana. They're not better than Boston. They're not better than Toronto. Uh, and they're they're not better than the 76ers. They're not better than the Bucks. Certainly, um, who else is there left? Even in this, like I think that's it. That's that's it, right? Like that. Those are the teams that are remaining. Like they're they're not better than any of those teams. So like, yeah, they've got an outside shot of making the playoffs. I don't see it happening. I'm, I'm gonna say like anywhere from 37 to 39 wins. It's a cop out because I'm giving a range, but like maybe 40. But I don't. I think this is about right. I mean, 40 would be a blessing a phenomenally successful season for this team sure. i remember those days when like orlando would win like 40 games sure. and i was like practically like i was like i was like calling a doctor because i was like this has lasted for way longer than four hours <laughs> jesus um, oh boy i um i i'm going under i think they end up winning 35 you monster i know What's wrong with you? i'm a pessimist what can i do I love them, but I just don't see. I don't know. I well, I was watching the game just yesterday against the Pelicans. They looked good. They just looked okay. They looked good at points, but they looked like trash at points. They were winning and until was, the fourth I, quarter, where they didn't play any of their best players. Very true. I'm not gonna lie. This is very true. But a couple of those people that were on the floor definitely will have to play this season for the Bulls. So yeah, not really. Though. But not are doing really. Great. Maybe every once in a while. But yeah, I just feel like there was a points, and also like we had talked about at the beginning, Zion destroyed us. True, he looks Man. very real. He looks Not like murdered. Very, he looks like a very, very yeah. good, very promising. Him and Lonzo look fun together. 
Yeah, he looks good. He looks really, Brandon really good. Was kind of taking us back seat in the preseason stuff, though. Yeah, which hey, it's all good. Um, no, yeah. I think uh, I think that they Holy were. Holy shit, Lavar Ball died. What? What? <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, Nikki, to answer your question, last year the Bulls won twenty-two games. Twenty-two. So. Yeah, I looked it up. So yeah, I thirty-five is a one hell of a leap for him. I agree. Like that still pretty impressive. I agree. Um, I think having out of order the whole season will definitely help. Exactly. I actually, well, I, I agree with Ted. I think they're going to finish like right around 37, 38. Um, because while they haven't, they didn't really add much. They did add Thaddeus Young, which I do like as a signing as like a veteran coming off the bench. Um, and, and a uh, guy Sarah who like, well, and yo, Thomas Sadaransky, I think is probably going to be our starting point guard, which I'm very happy about. I really liked him in Washington. I, I think that was a good trade for us. Um, super, super pumped about that. Um, but ultimately like while the team didn't like get way better and we didn't add any substantial stars, they now have another year together. And I'm really starting to fall in love with this bulls roster. Like the young prospects that we have here, I'm not, I'm not like, I have no uh, illusions as to this team being the team that wins the next bulls championship, but I like the pieces that we've collected. I like the pieces that we have. We have a lot of good young studs. I think Zach Levine is going to make the all-star team this year. I think Lori Markin is going to be like just outside of all-star voting, probably not make it this year, but like really, really turn some heads because he wasn't healthy last year because he fucked his elbow up. I really like this team. We're going to have a full season of marketing. We're going to have a full season of Wendell Carter. We're going to have all these guys together from the jump. And I just, I really like this Bulls team. And I think to Tad's point, I think that they're going to finish like in like the 10th seed in the Eastern conference. And it's going to be really promising for next season. I really, really like it. You guys remember a couple of seasons ago where like the Grizzlies and the Magic started off by winning like 15 games like before anyone else did, and everyone was like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" And all of a sudden, they only ended up winning like 10 more games. Um, it definitely wasn't 15, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It was like two or I want to say two or three seasons ago. I think that's what's gonna happen to the Bulls. The Bulls are gonna win like like do real good for the first like 10, 15 games, and everyone's gonna be like, "Whoa, shit! Is, are the Bulls good?" And all of a sudden, they're just gonna like fall apart because they're all real young. I, I like I think they'll it'll be a fun team to watch and I am very excited to see them, although I will will only be able to watch highlights because they have I think only one nationally televised game this year, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So I won't be able to watch them very much. But that's Don't okay. Worry. I'll pay for I'll pay for League Pass and you can watch them on your computer. I was definitely thinking about all that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And then, um, uh. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna end up with thirty-five. I don't. I just. I think they'll be fun to watch, but they. I don't know, think they'll ultimately be that great. Totally. Uh, all right. On the next team, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who in this offseason signed a one Kevin Durant and a one Kyrie Irving, lost D'Angelo Russell to the Golden State Warriors, but they signed Kyrie Irving. So you know, pretty much uh, even swap there. Uh, last year was the sixth seed in the playoffs and had a very very competitive run. Uh, in the playoffs, ultimately losing in the first round. But um, this is a team now that Karis LeVert's coming in healthy. Uh, and they have they, they have a lot of promising young players. And now the addition of Kyrie Irving. Uh, 538 had them slotted to finish with 38 wins this season. I'm going to let you guys speak first. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this year's Brooklyn Nets team? Skip me. I'm looking at something. Okay. Got next. you. I got them going over. Um, I think they had a very good uh, season last year, like you were saying. Levert's coming back. They've got Kyrie Irving. Uh, they also they got um, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Um, I think that's going to be a very fun team to watch. And I think they'll. I I give them 
I'm doing the over. I'm going to get them like a 44 probably wins. I think they'll get like 44. That sounds good to me. At four, is that 44 and 38? That'll be a good probably like fifth or sixth seed. Yeah, I um I agree with Nikki. This is crazy low for me. Um, yeah. I've got them at it's 46 like wins this year. I think this is ridiculous. 38 is – they didn't lose anybody. And Kyrie Irving is – arguably a better player than D'Angelo Russell in a lot of different facets of, his, yeah. of their game. Neither one of them are defensive stalwarts. So like you're not losing anything and you're gaining Kyrie Irving. Um, and now this team has that taste of success that we talked about before where they made the playoffs and they've got a lot of young talent. And if Karis LeVert can like slot in as the second best player on this team this year in a very real way, and then prepare – Dinwiddie's still coming off the bench. Like they've still got Jared Allen. Like they've they've got that white guy that shoots the threes. The one, yeah. Oh, uh, um, his name, Joe Harris. 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 So I really like this team, man. Thirty, thirty. I mean, thirty-eight is ridiculous to me. I've got them at forty-six this year. I think they're. I think they're probably like four or five. Forty-five. I'll put it forty-five because I think they have five. I think that's too high. Forty-two. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to uh, like not contribute here. Uh, I was uh, busy looking up the TV schedule to rub it in your face that while the Bulls have one nationally televised game, Orlando has six. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody six. Cares. I care. Nobody there are dozens of us. Dozens. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, yeah. Chad, I mean, the, the Nets are way better than fucking whatever. What they say, thirty-eight wins. Yeah, that's crazy. Crock of shit. Thirty-eight <laughs> wins. Yeah, that's crazy. Give me forty-two yeah. or forty-three. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 38 fucking wins. Dude, no fucking way. No. Uh, that yeah, team is way too be, low. Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to be good. Like, I I, they, like what did they, who'd they lose? D'Angelo Russell? Like, yeah. I, like, I'm sorry. Like, fuck that, dude. No, that team's way better than that. They're going to make the playoffs. Kevin Durant isn't even going to have to play. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I got, I've got them at 46. We've got 43. We've got 45. Let's move on to the next team here, which. Tad, the moment you've been waiting for, the Orlando Magic, who last year were the seventh seed. Seventh. That's what I just said. Seventh seed. The seventh seed in the playoffs. uh, Took the the Raptors to a a very competitive series. um, Added Markel Fultz, who didn't play for them last year, uh, but is now going to apparently be their starting point guard, um, is what it looks like. Moving into the season, possibly uh, MCW, but nonetheless, um, coming off of a very um, successful season, brought back Boots, Vucevic, and Terrence Ross. Um, Tad, just like we did with the Bulls, I'm going to let you start. How do you feel about your magic this year? 47 wins. Yeah, oh my God. 47, 47 wins. <laughs> I'm not joking. I know you're not joking. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not ridiculous. I thought it was ridiculous. It's, that is. That is that is a, a large jump from where they were last year, and they are, at best, marginally better. They're not marginally better. We have a, a legitimate point guard. Did you see him play the other night? It's a preseason, dude. I let's, don't give a shit. Up. He had eight points, four boards, and seven assists in his first real game action in a fucking year. Mo Bamba looks better. I agree with that. Jonathan Isaac yeah. looks fucking great. He's beefed up a little bit. Aaron Gordon looks incredible. I also agree with that. Vucevic, back to form. Terrence Ross, great sixth man. This team is good. 47 wins. You can fucking take it to the goddamn bank. I'm serious. This team is going to have 47 wins, and they're going to be the five seed. Okay. All right. Nikki, how do you feel about the Magic this year? Um, I... uh, I'm watching them at 42. I don't actually think they're going to win more than 42 games. 
Um, I think they're going to be good. This is, that would put them at. Shut uh, the this, fuck up, Nikki. You shut the fuck up. You know me, bro. That would put them at the seventh seed. Uh, no, actually, shit. No, that would put them at the eighth seed based on how everything I have. I'm just doing the math in my head. So that would put them at eighth. Uh, yeah, I don't think they – I think they get eighth or seventh anyway, so that actually sounds about right. I would put them at seventh, but having 42 wins. Yeah, I agree with I agree with Nikki. I've got them like right around forty three. Um, I think ultimately they'll finish at like the six seven seed this year. I really like a lot of their young players. Now, here's where things could potentially change. There are some team friendly contracts, and they have depth. And if they're having a successful season, and they could package a Mo Bamba and a fucking Evan Fournier to pick up somebody who's going to like a, I mean fucking shot in the dark here but if they can package something together with some picks to go after bradley beal LeBron. oh sorry <laughs> or lebron there's a potential here for this team to actually like really really make it out and this is the same sort of shit that i was talking about before we're like they've they've just built up pieces they've built up pieces and now they're in the driver's seat i i do like this magic team i think they're they're gonna be fun I, i've got them finishing like right around the 60 this year um but yeah, I would say 42, 43 wins, like right around that range. I'm going to say 43. That's, I'm going to commit to that. Well, you're both wrong. 47 wins. Got Five it. Seed. All right. I'm serious. This team is good. I, I, like, I, I, I agree I with you. I don't wait. disagree with I'm you. I'm going to fucking rub your noses in it. Yeah, <laughs> please do. Um, if, if they're bad, I'm not coming on the show again. <laughs> is that all it's going to take? Holy shit. Um, all right. Mo Bama, I'm coming at your knees, homeboy. Uh, <laughs> in any case, um, the I next will team, put Lori Markinen in a bear trap. <laughs> Come on, man. He's a finisher. You said you're coming at, at, at my guy's knees. I'm sorry, bro. You're right. You're right. Also, okay. we have the best. We have the best big three acronym in the league. It's literally big. It's literally big three. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's clever. Um, yeah. Damn right, uh, it's clever. Uh, and, and also, I will say this before we move on. I, I'm really hoping for. A, a great season for Marco Fultz. I'm I'm really hoping for that. Yeah, I, I like. I want to see that. Yeah, I take back all the terrible things. That I said. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next team, guys. The Miami Heat, who this offseason signed Jimmy Butler, formerly of the Bulls, T Wolves, and 76ers. Um, they are currently predicted uh, projected to have a record of 42 and 40. Uh, Nikki, let's start by talking about the Miami Heat. What are your feelings on the Miami Heat this year? Um, I am giving them an under. I think they end up getting 40 wins this season. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler's going to be a lot of fun. Hero looks great. That kid's going to be a lot of fun. I, I really want to watch that kid play. Yes. That, that kid has been. I know it's preseason, but that movie put on Bellinelli was very nice. He was a bad motherfucker uh, in Kentucky, though. Like, he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's Hero, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I say it? Okay. Hero. Heroes. I, I sometimes forget these people's names. It's, uh, dude, Hero, Preach. <laughs> um anyways tyler uh looks very good and i think jimmy butler will be very fun on that team um yeah 40 wins though i don't i don't they still got drogic right yeah still on the roster for now Goran's still there so like the, the yeah those are they got guys that can score they got guys that can play defense i give them 40 wins i don't know if they have enough if everything will work out they still have Dion waiters still on that team uh yeah yeah he'll be coming <laughs> off the bench I didn't know Deion Waiters was still alive. He is yeah. alive. He is alive. Um, uh, what was I going to say? 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 Um, 
Um, okay, so yeah, I, I agree, Nikki. T- Tyler Hero is a fucking monster. Um, so um, I I agree with you. Uh, I think I think the Heat will make the playoffs this year. They they narrowly missed the, the playoffs last year, and they have gotten better just through the addition of Jimmy Butler. I do, however, think and this is an eighth. Who? And, and, yeah, and Hero, and Hero, and let's not forget the elimination of one Hassan Whiteside. Um, that I think that is going to be like addition by subtraction in a very real yeah. way for that team. Um, I, I agree that with Nikki though, I think they're going to finish at like right around, right around 41 wins and like just finish at the AC. I, I think they will be the eighth best team in the Eastern conference. Could not agree with you more. 41 and 41. Yep. Eighth seed. That's 41, it. Yeah. Seed. It's not a bad team, but they're just, they're not a great team. And if Jimmy Butler is your best player at best, you're hoping at, uh, you know, an A seed, you know, uh, yeah. hero, hero priest. Hero. Uh, Jay, you just missed one right there. What we got 43, right? Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. 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 41. All right. Cool. Uh, next I don't time. get to say anything else about the Heat. I just get to say, do hero, please. You literally just said, I agree with everything you said. What else is there to say? I said, I agree with your record. Ah. Oh, um, say what you had to say. I also agree with all the other points you made. We can move on to the next team. <laughs> all right. The next team on the uh, list here is your Indiana Pacers. They are projected to finish with a record of 43 and 39. They did lose Victor Oladipo last season with a torn ACL, but he is back, you motherfuckers. Um, Miles Turner played for the U.S. team this year that finished seventh in the World Cup. Let's not forget it. Uh, but he looked really, really good in the starting center role. Of course, they still have young DeMontis Sabonis. Um, and they picked up some other guys, um, namely uh, – fuck, who did they pick up? Now it's escaping me. They clearly – they have Doug McDermott, obviously, um, and some other studs that I will be looking up right now. I forgot who their big free agent signing was. Um, um. Who was their big free agent signing? Casper was, was it off season. Was it Bogdan? Oh, you know what? Was, Malcolm yeah. Malcolm Brogdon. Oh yeah, Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon. And they traded for TJ Warren. Um, early early on in the offseason. Forgot about that. Yep, as did I. They had they picked up TJ McConnell. Uh, they also have Aaron Holiday, and they picked up Justin Holiday. Um, and Jeremy Lamb. Forgot about Jeremy Lamb. They also picked hmm. him up. Well, that um, was a good pickup. I, I actually really like this team, but I want to hear what you guys have to say about this year's Indiana Pacers team. They are, again, 43 and 39 is a projected record. I think 48 wins. Okay. Right. They, they, they got – that team was scrappy in the playoffs last season, and they're better. They got Oladipo back. They've got Jeremy Lamb, who, like, is honestly better than Wes Matthews. They signed Brogdon. Uh, they did lose. They signed Brogdon and lost Bogdan. Oh, see what it did there. That's yeah. Uh, that's a, I just realized that. Yeah, they lost that, them. That is a that's a that's a pretty key loss as far as like losses go. But I think they're better. And I think I mean they've got Oladipo. Like he's clearly. Like, I mean, like coming back from the, the torn ACL, but it's it's 2019. You know, it's not 2005. Like a torn ACL in 2005 was the end of the fucking world. I mean, a torn ACL now is like fucking next. It's it's a Tuesday. Like it, it's, there's no, I mean, there's, there's not a ton of significance to it. Um, I think they're going to win 48 games. I think they're probably your fourth seed. That, they're good. That, that's a team. That's a team that has a legitimate, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, that team legitimately has a shot to make the NBA finals. Wow. Yeah. That's a good team. Both that's a good team. Real good team. I, uh, I also have them over. I think, 
I w- I have put them at 47. So I think that's also very close for you. Like what uh, Tad had said, I think that's a very good team. Oladipo two years ago brought them to the fourth seed. They did very well. They did very well against LeBron James and the Cavaliers specifically. That was a good fucking series. Um, yeah, I think I think they're gonna be a good, very good team, uh, all in all. And I like that. Bro- I like Brogdon's fit on that. Um, I'm excited for him and the Dougie to have a nice little backcourt going on, and during uh, in the second string, I think they'll work out. <laughs> Thank you for the clarity. I, yeah. I, I too, I too really like the Brogdon signing because one of the problems that they had was when Oladipo was down, they didn't really have a primary ball handler. Now you bring in Malcolm Brogdon who can take on a lot of those primary ball handling uh, uh, necessities that that team had. And then you can play him with Oladipo. You can play him when Oladipo's out. There's a lot of flexibility now that you have with that roster that you didn't have with Tyreek Evans last year, which a hand up. I thought Tyreek Evans was going to be a really good addition for that team. Didn't work out as well as they had hoped. Um, I think that, I think that these predictions are pretty close. I actually have them at like 44 this year. I think to Taz's point, I think they're probably one of the, I think they're probably like the fifth seed this year. I don't think they're better than Brooklyn. Um, I think we'll get to this team next, but like, I really like this roster. They have a really nice young core, um, but I would say just, just marginally better than, than this record has. them. I said, you know, I say finish this thing at five, like 44 wins this season. That's, that's my prediction. Um. Anything else we want to say on the uh, Pacers? No, but I am very excited to watch them, and I think they should be at, uh, like at the top of your league pass list okay. this year. That is going to be more yeah. question that I ask after we get through the rest of these teams here. But um, the Boston Celtics, guys, the Boston Celtics who lost Kyrie Irving but did pick up Kemba Walker and Enos Cantor this offseason. Um, of course, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown coming into their year three and four season. That's Mr. Funky Jalen Brown to you. <laughs> Course, how could I forget? Um, Jalen Brown, uh, owner of a new haircut. Uh, both of them played, of course, on the yeah, this is my new haircut. Oh, look at that shop! It's a British topical show. reference from 2007. <laughs> Very nice. Um, currently predicted, uh, projected record of 46 and 36. What says you guys? I give them a wash. I think 46 is what they're gonna do. Um, I I like obviously Kyrie Irving is a big loss, but also they have other pieces that make it not a huge loss. Um, I think I think um, I almost said Tyler Hansborough. <laughs> um, wow, sorry. I think Jalen Brown's good. I I think Jason Tatum is overrated at this point because everyone's like he's gonna be the MVP, but I, I calm the fuck down. He's a good player, and uh, Gordon Hayward is who I was thinking of, <laughs> not Tyler Hansborough. I think Gordon Hayward's going to step it up and play very well on this team. Is that racist? Um, no, it's just it was it was an H word, H name, H last name is all I thought of. Okay. Um, and also a white guy, power forward. I guess that's true. Um, over the Raptors? No, no. Raptors are next. Yeah, they're next. Oh, the one I'm. Why does mine? Why is mine different? <laughs> <laughs> just just follow along with me, bro. All right, sorry. Follow. Along. Uh, yeah, I got. Um, I got them at 46, a wash, just like it says there. I think that's about right. Um, okay. Yeah. Ted, what's Taco got? Fall looks like fun. Taco Fall. You see that standing ovation? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Okay. I really don't. This team could win more than 50 games. This team could also win 43 games. Yeah. Like, this is this is, this, this team – 
100% has the widest, like the largest variance, like yeah. for Eastern Conference teams. I, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Nikki, and I'm gonna say a wash, uh, just because like that puts me firmly. I'm just gonna be middleman Tad, and say 46 because that puts them in like the middle of that range basically that I just gave. I don't know, like th- this team could be like, was Kyrie the problem? If Kyrie was the problem, this team wins over 50 games. Well, let's not forget that they also lost Al Horford, which is a huge loss. That That's true. I did, I, did, I did forget that uh, he is now in um, 76ers, Philadelphia. The 76ers, Philadelphia. Yeah, I was trying to – I don't know why I was just drawing a blank there. But, um, yeah, that is – I don't know. I'm going to say 46. I'm, just, I'm, take, I'm playing it safe. Uh, that's – yeah, I agree. Um, I, I agree with Tad. I think this, this – this, there's the most variance on this team. To your point, losing Kyrie is a big hit. Losing Al Horford is a much bigger hit, in my opinion. Um, adding Kemba Walker is like basically Kyrie light. I really liked Kemba. I, I really like Kemba Walker in Charlotte. I, I like him on this team. He has gotten better as a shooter. He is a playmaker, um, very much like Kyrie in, in a lot of those ways. Just like again, kind of the light version of, of Kyrie, if you will. Um, we now have Gordon Hayward having played a full season coming off that injury. Hopefully now he did start to pick it up towards the end of last season. So hopefully that transitions over. Um, but they, they still have a lot of the same problems that they had last year where there's a lot of guys that play the same position. The, yep. There's too many guys who need the ball. And yep. let's not forget, uh, this is a contract year for Jalen Brown. He's trying to get yep. paid. And, and yep. in his year two season, when they made it to the playoffs and made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, he was a defensive stopper, and he was, like, projected and looking very similar to, like, a Paul George, Kawhi Leonard type of player. And then last year, they basically put him in the you're-going-to-play-defense corner and basically forced him not to be an offensive option, which I think really hurt his uh, his his uh, uh, projections uh, in, in the future of his career. I still think he is a very good player. I still think that Jason Tatum is a very good player. In the first preseason game, uh, Drew Hanlon, his trainer, and I heard, heard this, I forget where I heard this, but basically they focused on like not taking long twos and just focusing on driving to the basket and pulling up for threes. And last night he only pulled up for like two long range twos. And that was based on necessity, not based on like first shot option. So hopefully that, that takes hold this year because that was his biggest downfall last year. So he just didn't go to the basket. Um, and he was settling for way too many long twos. Um, and I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping that this Celtics team takes a, the leap this year. That they were hoping to take last year. Um, I have them finishing at 48 wins. I, I think they're going to be better than this is projected. Um, but to Tad's point, like this could be a really weird season. I, and at the end of the season, if we're like, Oh, the Celtics were the seven seed and like Jalen Brown's leaving at the end of the year, I would not be shocked at all at all. Yeah, I no, I, I completely agree. I, I just yeah, like no, you I mean you made all the, the, the points. Like they have all the same like it's they have too many guys, they have too many too many wings that are like they're not they're they're not tweeners in the traditional sense of tweeners where they're like you think of like they're are they a small forward, are they a power forward? They're tweeners in the sense that like are they a shooting guard? Are they a small forward? Are they a good enough ball handler to be an off the ball guard? Like what what position do some of these guys actually play? And it's like fine when you've got one guy like that or maybe two, but when you've got like four, like it's, it's problematic. Um, yeah. yeah. And also like, who do they have playing center? Like they're probably going to start Robert Williams, maybe Enos Cantor. I don't know. They don't have a lot of depth there. They lost Aaron Baines. They lost Al Horford. Um, well, just, actually the loss have... of Aaron Baines, I think hurts a lot too. More than people will give it credit. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. He was a bruiser for them. I, I really like him. Uh, I, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting season to say the least. Um, anything else you want to say on the Celtics? Uh, no, but I do have one no. other thing that I would uh, – no, we can move on from the, the – but I just got a Twitter notification that I'd like to share with you guys um, when we do move on from the Celtics. Okay. Uh, feel free to share because I'm, I'm done saying what I have to say. The like, NBA – or not the NBA, sorry. Nike uh, has pulled all Houston Rockets merchandise from its stores in China. Shocker. Wow. Just saying. Shocker. Oh boy, you gotta chase the bag, man. You gotta chase the bag, sad. I guess. Sad, um, sad, sad. Next team. Next team uh, is this season's defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors. Low key, course, kind of forgot they won the title. Yeah, it was it was easy. It was a long off season. Yeah. Um, of course, most notably, they did lose Kawhi Leonard in free agency, but they were able to retain everybody else. Marcus Sol is back. Pascal Siakam is back. Fred Van Fleet is back. Uh, and Kyle Lowry, OG. who just signed an extension, is back. OG Ananobi is healthy. Um, of course, they also lost Danny Green to free agency. Um, this team currently is slotted to finish at 46 and 36. Um, guys, what do you what are you feeling about this year's Toronto Raptors? I got them over. I also 50. have them. I also have them over. I have them 49. But yeah, yeah, 50. Okay. I think they're the three seed. 50. They look good. It's good to own land, Nikki. It's good to own land. <laughs> that just made me think of the Righteous Gemstones. I got I to watch the latest episode. Uh, very good show, by the way. I'm not familiar with that television. I hear it's great. It's very good. It's on HBO. Anyways, yeah, uh, 50 for the Raptors. I think that team still looks very good. Um, Fred Van Fleet's good backup. Kyle Lowry's going to do fine the entire regular season. It's only the playoffs you got to worry about him. Uh Marcus Saul is going to do a good job. I'm very excited to see OG and Anobi come back. Pascal's looked great in the preseason. I, I think this team's going to be good. Um, yeah, I don't know, guys. I really want oh, to. Shut up. God this, damn it. Again? <laughs> I think the Raptors are, are going to have a down year this year. Not, and, and granted, they are a good regular season team. Um, and Losing Kawhi and losing Danny Green hurts them. Kawhi also didn't play a lot for them during the regular season last year. So, like, I'm taking that into account. But Marcus Gasol is a year older. Kyle Lowry is a year older. Pascal Siakam is going to be the linchpin that really drives this thing this year. I think Fred Van Fleet's going to have a bigger role. OG Ananobi, of course, if he can stay healthy, is going to have a big role on his team. I have them finishing, like, right around, like, 44. I'm, I'm not – not bad, not bad, but I think I think they'll have a good regular season and they'll finish like right around the four seed uh, in the Eastern Conference. That's that's my prediction. I think forty nine wins. I think uh, yeah, Ka- losing Kawhi obviously hurts. Marcus Sol, they have him for a full season now, assuming he can stay healthy. That'll be big. Um, obviously, Serge Ibaka. I don't anticipate like him dropping off at all. Um, Pascal Siakam, like I'm 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 really like kind of banking on him. Um, you know, sort of continuing the upward trend and like kind of turning into like a bona fide actual star in this league. Um, yeah. I swear to God, I say this every year. I am waiting for the day that Kyle Lowry's game drops off a cliff because one of these days it is going to. Um, it's it's going to be like the decline is going to happen fast. It's mm-hmm. not going to be that one that's steady and slow. Like it's 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 going to happen, but I don't think this is that year. Of course, now that I say that, I'm saying the inverse of what I say normally. 
probably happen. Um, and a guy that I actually really fully anticipate taking a huge step forward this year is OG Ananubi. Um, I think he's going to have a big season. Like I'm talking like, like sort of an emergence like Pascal had uh, this past season. Um, I, I think he's going to have a really good year. And uh, dude, I mean, Fred Van Vliet, you know, is, is he's a real fucking deal. Like he's a, he's, he's, he's really fucking good. I, I'm going to say this. He was such an instrumental piece in them winning uh, obviously in the finals and that sort of thing. Um, when he was a restricted free agent two years ago, I really wanted Orlando to make him an offer um, and I am very happy to have been proven right. I think his game takes another step this year. Um, I, I, yeah, I think, I think they're good. I don't think they're like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I say 49 wins and I, I know I gave the Pacers 48, but I think the Pacers actually might be better. Um, but this is a veteran team that knows how to win. I think they'll find ways to do that. Uh, I don't, I think the Pacers are more of a contender, but I think this team will win more games in the regular season. Sure. I agree with that. Um, anything else you want to say on the Raptors or should we move on to the next team? No, I'm good. All right. Um, the next team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, of course, last year had a decent playoff run, ended up losing, um, to the Bucks or pardon me, to the Raptors in, uh, by one of the most amazing shots ever nearly won that game, nearly won that game. Um, and could have then played the Bucks in the uh, conference finals, but, I digress. The 76ers lost Jimmy Butler in the offseason, but in a sign and trade gained Josh Richardson and also signed Al Horford to this team. They were able to retain Tobias Harris. They still have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Of course, they lost, unfortunately, JJ Redick to the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, but this team uh, has a team, it was a team that we thought was basically going to fall off the cliff after losing Jimmy Butler and potentially also Tobias Harris. And with these signings and these trades have since been rejuvenated. So guys, um, what are your feelings on the 76ers this season? Well, they're the undisputed, undisputed two seed. Undisputed. Yeah. Um, they also, I don't think have a player in their starting lineup that is shorter than six foot five. It's crazy. So, um, dude, I don't know, man. Like I, I really don't know. Like this is a team that I, I think I want to be like, I want them to get over the hump, but I don't know. This sounds stupid, and this is so cliche. Like, I want them to get over the hump, but I don't know if if they, uh, I I don't know if they like want to. Like, I what I mean by that is I don't know if some of these guys like Tobias Harris and uh, like uh, I mean Joel Embiid, no, not necessarily, but um, mainly Tobias Harris. Honestly, is really who I'm driving at here. <laughs> I don't know if those guys want to do like the little thing. Ben Simmons, honestly, like, do they want to do the little things that they have to do to like hey, how a championship team? Like, just the little things. Like, you're big, you're long, you're athletic. Fucking play defense. They do not play good defense. Uh, they they win games because they're deeper and they're more athletic and can outscore you. Um, so I don't know. You know, uh, like I just don't. Um, no, I'm just not. I, they're they're good. They're the undisputed two seed, but. I'm I'm not sold. There's things I need to see from them this season for me to feel like this team is 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 really like going to to get over the hump and I'm also very 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 concerned about their extreme lack of shooters. They have no shooters. They have Josh Richardson. They have Josh Benson. Richardson and Tobias Harris. Oh, okay, two. They have two shoot like and those guys aren't sh- I'm I'm talking about guys like your 3 and D players. They don't have any shooters. Like 
they, they don't have spot-up shooters. They don't have spot-up, like, knockdown guys. They, they don't. In today's day and age, you have to have those to win. Um, maybe they're going to zig while everybody else zags and it works out, but they're a two seed until proven otherwise. That's what I got. Well, let's not forget that Ben Simmons was training the other night. So let's, uh, let's pump the brakes. Against a, a fucking like team that the University of Iowa could have beaten a basketball game. I don't know, man. They pulled off from pretty far. Uh, Nikki, <laughs> how do you feel about the Sixers this year? The 76ers will go all the way to 55. I got it over. Okay. I think it's going to be 55 wins. I'm also with you on the over. Sorry, I forgot to give my win total, but I'm with you there on 55. <laughs> yeah. 55 is a perfect amount of wins for them. I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, Joel Embiid's always – I mean, that man the fucker's so good, so you know he's going to do great. I'm very excited to see Al Horford play with them. Ben Simmons, I'm not saying he's hitting threes all day, but, yeah, he, he hit the one, and it was, a very, it was a nice stroke, and I think he'll be able to shoot a couple during the season. Probably not that much, but maybe help out. But they – that is right. They need some more shooters. They ain't got shit on that team for shooting. But they're just going to, like, strong arm everyone, and it'll be fun to watch. Okay. Well, um, my turn. This year's Philadelphia 76ers team will finish with 60 wins and will be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. That is my take. That is how I feel. This team is now better and deeper than they were last year, despite having Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris and J.J. Redick. This team has actually gotten deeper. They've added Zaire Smith, who didn't play last year because he was injured as a rookie. They've also added uh, Malise Thibel in the draft, who is a defensive stopper. Josh Richardson, who is a D- 3 and D player. Uh, this team is better. You have a second year of Jonah Bolden. You have another year of Forkon Kirk, Korkmaz. Mike Scott, of course, is going to be a full-time player on this That's team. That's regional manager. Yeah, assuming, regional he's manager. Not, assuming he's not getting in fights with fucking Philly trash at football games. Listen, man, he's good. The 76ers said that they weren't going to suspend him. I really love this team. You talked about not being able to defend. Now they have Al Horford finally in his career playing his natural position of power forward. This is the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They will have 60 wins when this season is over, and that is my take. Fine. That's a perfectly reasonable take. I don't have – I'm not going to dispute you. I'm not going to fight with you on that. I do have one serious question, though. Of all the major cities, is Philadelphia the most trash? The answer is yes, but you guys yeah. can have it. Dude, it's Philly close. is it's fucking – that place is trash. It's close. Now, there and I hear Boston's not great. Yeah, Give me I, Boston a billion times. I agree. Before Philadelphia. I agree. Okay. Those people are trash too, though. <laughs> um, all right. Last team in the Eastern Conference, last year's number one seed, um, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I'll let you boys go first. Milwaukee, um, didn't do a bunch this offseason. They did add Brooks, uh, twin brother Robin. They added Kyle Corver. They also added Wesley Matthews, Dragon Bender, and uh, Giannis's younger brother. Sinesis? I thought which, he was which one is it? Thanasis. He's yeah. the older one. See, he goes Thanasis. Yeah, I don't know why people could call him his younger one. It's Thanasis. Yeah, they said that on the Costas yeah. and Alexi. Um, this team, of course, people. coming off of coming off of a solid season last year, a very good season where they nearly made the uh, NBA Finals. Unfortunately, lost to the Toronto Raptors uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Guys, what? Do you say about the Bucks this season? 
their roster is not as good as it was last season. However, they're going to end up winning 57 games. They are your number one seed. Giannis is going to average 34 a game, and you can take that to the bank. 34 points a game, 12 rebounds, nine assists, not quite the triple-double. He is going to be unbelievable. This is, like, I, I I am fully anticipating like a, a, a more transcendent season than even what we saw this year. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I, I mean. That, 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 that's my thought. Like they're, they're legitimately going, they're going to be better. I, I, I like maybe not better, but like th- this is, this is your, your representative in the NBA finals from the Eastern conference. Um, I know that they lost a lot of real talent, but I am very excited to see, to watch this team like this this team they're they're gonna be really good and what i can't wait for most is when robin lopez shaves off his head to have the same haircut as brooke and they're both on the floor at the same time and they don't know which one of them is the one that shoots the threes they're good they're a really fucking good team robin lopez and they they got and and they got the dragon they do have the dragon dragon (laughs) they do uh enter enter the dragon how are you feeling about the Bucks this year, Nikki? Deer noises intensify <laughs> because those motherfuckers are getting 63 wins. I got them over. Giannis wow. is going to average 34 points a game. You are 100% correct on that. 34, 10, and 8 all fucking season long. He's going off. Kyle Corver's hitting threes. Eric Bledsoe's doing the D. We got that came out wrong. <laughs> Eric Bledsoe's playing D. <laughs> yeah. He is Eric Bledsoe's playing D. <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got. Yes, we could confuse them by which Lopez brother is going to hit some threes. But if you guys haven't been paying attention to these uh, preseasons, both Lopez brothers are hitting threes. And they're One starting hit together, bro. Yes. They're, they started yes, last they night. are, and they look good. It's, it's scary. It's scary. So much fun. And you know, after every single practice, Giannis is putting his hands in Kyle Korver's face and saying, you don't get to leave until you teach me how to shoot three-pointers for the next two hours. Kobe told me I had to stop you before you got out the building or else you'd probably be in your car. We're shooting threes. Let's do this. Come playoff time, he's hitting two threes a game. He might be going two for five, but he's still hitting two threes a game. His brother is a better defender than he is at anything else. I think he's going to be on the bench mostly, but it's nice to have that family support system. Trust me. Uh, yeah, I nice. think the Bucks will be a lot of fun. I, I, I also Jay, – Jay, can I ask you a question? Do you like Please? Dragon? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. So you wouldn't like it if I was dragging these nuts on your face? Mm-mm. <laughs> nope, I really wouldn't. Really? I was trying to poker face that so hard. I was like, I was like try, chuckling to myself before I made that joke. Yeah, no, nope, 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 nope. Hard pass. You can keep your balls in your pants. Um, oh, I meant these nuts. I'm just kidding. I don't have nuts. <laughs> oh, you almost like, got that me. was like a was like trying to do a bit without the prop needed for the bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. no. Good shot. Good shot. Um, I like this team as well. I think that uh, I think the predictions here are pretty on, on point. I actually think they're going to finish right around right around fifty four. Um, some interesting additions with Kyle Korver. They they added a lot of older players, um, and, and that is concerning to me. You've got Kyle Korver who's in his late thirties, 
Robin Lopez, who is still very much a serviceable NBA player. We in Chicago know this. Um, and just does what he does well. Um, they- I, I have a question. What is it with, like, the Chicago fans and, like, mediocrely good centers that, like, you guys just – like love them, like Charles Oakley. I know, I know what it Joakim is. Oak Noah. Oak was a beast when he was here, and Joakim Noah finished like fourth in MVP. Robin Lopez, one defensive player of the year. Robin and Lopez, and Robin party. Lopez was solid while he was here. Yeah, I think I know what it is. It's because they're workers. Chicago's blue collar. They're yeah. not, oh, dude, stop, 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 stop. Fucking Orlando. No, no, no. Because Taj Gibson's the exact same way. Taj Gibson is a worker, and that's why he still gets. Yeah, these hey, these guys Matt, playing for the Bulls, you know. Hey, yeah. Is that your <laughs> Chicago guy? That's no, your that Chicago was, guy. That was I don't know what that, that was. was. So bad. Twenty four <laughs> second shot clock. Twenty four second shot clock. You don't get to talk for twenty four seconds. <laughs> terrible accent. Twenty four <laughs> seconds. Um, my so my point was gonna be that I I like this Bucks team. Um, they just didn't add a lot in the offseason. I mean, you basically you replace Tony Snell with Wesley Matthews. Uh, you add Robin Lopez. You add Kyle Korver. There's some interesting additions here, but not a lot to get me excited about. I also I think, think what team... is his name uh, from um, Villanova, right? That they got Dante DiVincenzo. Oh yeah, this is his second Vincenzo. season. They I think he'll be Frank better. Mason too. Um, I don't know. I, I think I think they're going to be good. I think they're fin- they'll finish second this year in the Eastern Conference, right around 54 wins. Um, and I think this is probably a good transition into the next question I have for you guys, which is. Uh, what is your Eastern Conference Finals matchup? I got the number one seed, Milwaukee Bucks, going up against the number, what would it be, two seed, 76ers. I think that's what it ends up being, is a one-two. And who the makes Bucks the finals? Bucks. Okay. Ten. I don't even know if this works if this works out because I don't know how the playoff seeding work. I can't imagine that this will actually work out. But I have the number one seed uh, Milwaukee Bucks playing the number five seed Orlando Magic. Of course, that could not work. Yeah, I know it couldn't, but I don't care. <laughs> um, um, actually, probably more realistically, the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks playing the number four seed Indiana Pacers. Interesting. Interesting. Also, not possible. Um, I'm Dude, gonna you say. Know what? Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna say they have, they have a third seed, then, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Buck Sixers. I'm saying Sixers make it to the championship this year. I actually think that the Sixers are are that good this year. I really really like their team this year. Um, well, shit, guys, we did it. We made it through the entire Eastern Conference. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about today? We've been uh, we've been potting no, for a like while now. Just literally a two hour episode. Yeah, this is a yeah. long podcast. Let's get ready while. for it, y'all. Get ready for it, y'all. Lauren just texted me and said, "Is this a two hour episode?" And I said. Uh, <laughs> Looks like it. It appears Looks that like way. It. it appears that way. Um, how we do when we do our predictions, baby. They're long episodes. All right. And uh, next coming up next is our Western Conference Finals. So uh, go ca- go get some water. Come back, and uh, we're gonna start on the Western Conference right now. Just kidding, you fuckos. <laughs> There's no fucking way I'm talking to you guys for another two hours. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's probably a good place to stop today. Let's plug and let's get out of here. Follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. Uh, I will be in Iowa City this weekend for the Iowa Penn State football game, which means a lot of drunk Hawkeye tweets. Uh, so if you like those, uh, follow me. If you don't like those, follow me anyway because I need the clout. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. Nikki plugs. Uh, follow me at Nikki Palooza. There you go. And you can follow me at J underscore Keyless on Instagram and Twitter. 
Um, you can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Please don't forget to give the podcast a five star rating and review. We you don't even have to listen. It. Just give it a review. Just rate it five stars. Review. Just say we're great. That's it. Just download it and give us a review. Also, um, this will be our first NBA video. Oh, Nikki, you have something to, to plug? I was going to say real quick before we end, not even a plug. Shout out to uh, Elena Deladonna, MVP of the finals for WNBA. Oh, go miss uh, Wait, Washington won something. Not the Wizards, but Washington. Uh, well, they won the fucking great. Stanley yeah, Cup finals last year. Like, oh, yeah, the ago. Capitals won. I forgot about that. Ago, yeah. That was actually a way to go Capitals. It was cool. It was cool. Um, yeah, so make sure you follow NBA. This will be our first video of the season. Um, so go ahead and check out the Yay Network uh, YouTube channel. We have some old videos there, so you'll enjoy some of that nonsense. Um, all right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. Peace. Bye. Oh, wait. I meant peace. Yeah.